episode number 54. Can you pull that off? <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm Clay Lowe. And I'm Sarah Beth Hunt. You're listening to the Havana Cafe Sessions podcast. Where we get together once a week over coffee to talk about the big questions of life. Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey. How was your week? Hey, my week's been very busy, very crazy, very good. Yeah. And very wet. Oh, it was terribly wet <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Absolutely. I was trying to give myself pep talks all week by telling, or all day by telling my kids that it was so good for the plants. Look how, you know, they're so thirsty. Ah. It's like, come on, change your attitude. <laughs> change your attitude. <laughs> my yeah. grandmother's voice comes into my head in those moments. Attitude, 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 Sarah. It's always good. I, I, like, I like a warm rain. I don't like a cold rain. Yeah, I hear that. That is my sort of favorite. So speaking of rain... Health was on your mind this so, week. Yeah, so um, it was on my mind. And today we're going to discuss a few different ways of thinking about our psych- psychological and kind of mental tendencies and how that impacts physical health. So in other words, you know, there, there are systems of alternative medicine, like Ayurveda that comes from India, which we've done little tests to see what our <laughs> types are, um, that take into account a lot of our mental tendencies or our personality tendencies in, and how they impact, you know, disease in our bodies or, you know, aches and pains or just whatever. So, and it just, it's, it's, it's such a different approach to health than we have here in the West because we're just focused on what we're eating nutrition-wise and getting enough exercise, which are both really great and we need those things. But what these other kind of systems raise is if we're eating well and we're exercising, but mentally we're in a really bad place, then that's going to have negative impacts on our health. Like there are so many people that have adrenaline kind of overload, don't they? And that, you know, so stress stuff. So that's just kind of one example, but... I think that's interesting because um, even, I suppose in the last sort of six or seven years, you've seen the shift from purely focusing on um, the physical side, what I eat and what exercise I do. And a lot of the more enlightened personal trainers and nutritionists out there start from the mind. I worked with a company a couple of years back, actually, um, that was the approach that they wanted to add to it was because it was like, you know, the, what was the, and this is where you were going at, so what was the, what was the diff, what, we could do the, I could give you the, the program physically, what to eat and the workout, but still weren't getting results. And the, the, the missing piece was what was going on in the mind and how they, how their psychological approach what was going on in their cranium? That's what I'm trying to say. What was happening in their head was affecting how well they took to the diet and or exercise. I think that, but I think that's a really not a very common approach even yeah, now. No. You know, so because, because everybody just want to look good. I want to look good. Or you want to take a, you know, in health yeah. wise, you want to take, you want to eat what you want and take a pill to kind of balance it out and yeah. stuff. So, you know, there there is that kind of nutritional aspect to these things too. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I find it very interesting instances in which you could be lifting the same weights and you could be eating what they say. But well, the tell us a little bit about your the system you mentioned 
So I did a lot. And you know how I, how I just seen how I dodged that because yeah, I can't pronounce you can't it. Pronounce that. <laughs> so it's called Ayurveda. And, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, it is the historically the medicine system in India. It's apparently five thousand years old, but you know, as with these things, you don't really know. Right. I have a couple of um, very good friends who are who specialize in Ayurveda and kind of history and stuff. So I'm not going to go there, but. Um, Basically, the idea is that the whole universe is made out of three primary energies, and so are we. And they, the way that they manifest in our bodies is all different. So we can, so each of us has an individual kind of constitution, and that affects, or that kind of manifests in our personality, and it manifests in the way our body works, and the way our mind works as well. And the idea is to bring these energies into balance through diet, through meditation, spiritual practice, through all kinds of different things. And that's then you're kind of able to be the best that you can be. Okay. And does the energy <laughs> drive the way that you are physically? So which, what, what, yeah, yeah, so what if, yeah. So, so are you, please, so, so we, do we have a, predisposed energy already yeah. and does that kind of dictate how then we approach health yeah that's right and so there's everything but from the way our body looks to the way our body is so you know even things like there's some people that have tendencies to get headaches whereas other people tendencies to get more kind of stomach pains or fevers or you know so all of these would be added within your constitution so what are your kind of tendencies so basically the kind of three energies are a kind of binding energy called kapha an energy of movement called vata that's like uh, air and uh, an energy of transformation which is fire and water yeah yeah I'm the fire and water one (laughs) so uh, although you're pretty even spread I'm, I'm much more kind of what? I didn't see which yours was. Yeah, so, so basically, we'll go through... Uh, so you got almost entirely... Well, no, you got a very even spread. So you were predominantly pitta, but then kapha and vata, the other two energies, were very kind of similar number. It was like 13, 12, and 12 or something yeah, for you in this survey it, yeah. that we took. And I'll, I'll leave the, the survey up on that questionnaire up on... On the show notes and stuff because it's fun to take and yeah, just yeah, kind of see. Absolutely. But um, yeah, I'm 20 pitta, kapha 15, sorry 13, and then vata one. So I've almost no like. And could wind. you explain what those are then? So yeah. What's, what's so pitta? so if I so for me, what does that mean? I basically me? did a whole spread. So basically, vata, it, you think about it like air and movement. So these so people with really strong and obviously these are. Um, most people have more than one main, what they call dosha or constitutional energy. They have two predominant ones yeah. and then a third, like me, that's kind of not very much there. That's kind of the most common situation. So vata people, you think air, you think quite thin, often feels cold, is a really light sleeper, can, can have a tendency to, to anxiety and nervous energy. Um, Socially independent, but nervous in new situations and under stress, get anxious, a bit hyperactive and restless, like yeah. you can't sit down. 
And again, their lifestyle tends to be a bit erratic, but free and unattached. So, you it's know, kind of like Woody kind of Allen. Was Woody Allen one that I seen in yeah, the yeah. yeah, Woody Allen, yeah. yeah. Actually, I saw in the one article we looked at, they took some celebrities, and I remember a Woody being there. But yeah, yes, that's right. And of you course, almost described them exactly, didn't you? If, <laughs> if that's your type, then what a Ayurvedic practitioner would do is give you a diet that helped ground those energies so that okay. you kind of balanced out and that, so that's what they do yeah. and you know give you a program like with yoga your program if you had this kind of um tendencies then slow yoga would be better for you because right. you're like trying to balance things out with the opposite so what about me so pitta yeah Can Aver- I eat meat meat this sure. is a prescription for me is that right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, I'm telling you. <laughs> you're telling me in advance. Yeah, yeah. throw me I a big meat. slab of meat and I'm good. Uh, so kind of we're more in the kind of, because I'm pitta too, more average in build. Although I'm not sure that's true for you. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, feels hotter than others, which is not true for me. Um, but but uh, this sleep thing is interesting. So the vata, remember, the kind of uh, air one is real light sleeper, whereas pitta is kind of average deep sleep, about eight hours or less. You know, not, that's kind of yeah. there. Don't need more than eight. Don't, it, yeah. don't usually need more than eight. Uh, purposeful, outgoing, and confident, but when under stress, you're irritable is, is the Hangry. kind of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that term very well. Uh, so did my family. Yeah. Angry. Feed him a steak. Get that boy a steak or You're, something. What are you talking about? You're cool as a cucumber. Every, all Not the when time. I get hangry, man. <laughs> um, and then fit, instead of like Vata, which is restless, this is just an active energy. So liking exercise and kind of when you walk, you walk kind of not quickly and nervously, but just kind of fairly quickly. Yeah. With purpose. With purpose. Um, And busy but well-planned is your lifestyle rather than erratic and free. Well, you can lose that because mine isn't well-planned. It is erratic and free. Yeah, So, but but that's what I'm saying. What I find really interesting is you have that pitta, but then I can see some, some like that vata, which you had a lot of, which I have almost none. Right. You know, because I don't like to be free. You don't like to be free. No, you want to unplug from <laughs> the matrix, right. yes. better. Yeah, yeah, no, you like your. I like to be well planned and know we'll in advance what's about, going to happen. Um, the temperaments, because yeah, yeah. yes, that's one of yours, isn't that? The J, which likes to be planned and. Yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah. To, I, like I like to know in advance what's going to happen. Yes. Um, not spontaneous. Oh, that's not good. And that's okay with me. <laughs> I don't like spontaneity. <laughs> And then the last um, dosha or constitutional type is called kapha. And this is the other one that I'm kind of more dominant on. That's um, a bit kind of heavier, feels um, not, not cold or warm, kind of normal, and, but long, deep sleep and difficult waiting, waking. So they're a bit more kind of, I love to relax, which, which we both have a little bit too. Yeah. Like you can sit... And uh, it's interesting because when you have a tendency, it, it highlights the fact that not everyone is like this. So, you know, I love, you know, both of us, here we are in a cafe. We love sitting around in a cafe, whereas my mother, like, it's just not her thing. She yeah, wants yeah. me going to do something. So yeah. when you know other people, you're like, oh, yeah, that's that other thing. So anyway, 
Um, and he can see it in us here. Like, look what you got in front of you. Notebook planned out. That's right. No, notes every week. I was a very good student, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. And me is like, uh, I did bring a couple of books along. So I have, and I, and I, You've got I've your read. mind maps. My mind is in my head. It's all in my cranium. I'm so glad that your mind uh, is in your head. Yes. Well, yeah, my mind is in my head. <laughs> Are my, you sure? Well, it's in my heart. My mind is in my heart. I don't know what's in my head. But anyway, yeah. it's not in this. I have a notebook. But it, you're more free. It doesn't work in the way that your notebook works, which is interesting. I've got tabs on my notebook. Oh, my Lord. you got tabs. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that says a whole lot. <sighs> it does. It does. <laughs> She's got tabs. And uh, let's see. So coffee. So this is the last one. So sleeping, relaxing, easygoing, and accepting personality-wise. A good listener. Lots of friends. Have a, has a tendency socially to be a follower rather than a leader. Um, under stress withdraws. So, you know, if, and, and this again is interesting because if you notice, there's some, I do feel like there's, you can see some people under stress get, can get filled with anxiety and a real high energy. Yeah. Whereas other people tend to sleep and, uh, you know, go into when a more in depressive rack. state. That was, that got me through West Point. When in doubt. Sleep. Go get some sleep. Yeah, rack. Go to the rack. Okay. When in doubt. Absolutely. Um, Kafa is, instead of hyperactive or just active, it's lethargic. And your lifestyle is uh, regular but easily gets in a rut. So whereas the Vata Air one is free, unattached. And Pitta, the fire and um, water, is busy, well-planned. Kapha, which is maybe earth and water, I think, is uh, regular but can get in a rut. You know what's interesting about this is that um, I'm just thinking because you're coming from an Eastern perspective, Indian perspective here, and there's a quite a tie-in with ancient Greece. And I think I mentioned to you about Hippocrates, and he kind of stumbled into the energies the other way around, as in he was he looked at it. He noticed certain physical characteristics of his patients that they ended up having a correlating um, psychological similarity based off of the physical ailments that was going on. And from that, uh, there was this this thing called the temperaments. So four humors is what Hippocrates called them. Uh, So these four energies. And Aristotle, funny enough, because he was just mentioning... Uh, the elements, he related it to the elements, fire, air, right, right, earth, right. and the like. But these same sort of four temperaments. Isn't the humors also quite, because the way, so this all is kind of what you're like. Yes. But these energies in the body act in the same way, I think, that Hippocrates' humors do, yeah. where it's like, you know, the fire element is all about your digestion. Yeah, the way that your metabolism your works. So it's the tr- yeah, it's the transformational <laughs> element, the yeah, change. Absolutely. Whereas kapha is a the solidifying one, the thing that keeps your body together, your skin, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then your um, what are we missing? Vata is like all the movement in your body. So your um, everything to do with your blood circulation, your heart, your breathing, all that kind of stuff. So it would be interesting you know, to, to map these 
systems mm. together. That might be interesting. I'm sure we're not the first person to think of that. We just need to ask Google. Well, I've seen the Western stuff mapped. So mm -hmm. I've seen the Hippocrates and Galen and Aristotle's mapped against like Young and Myers and Briggs okay. and this Kersey's guy. But I haven't seen it mapped against Eastern yeah. or, or Indian the thing I really like about this and, and understanding your own temperament is that it, may, it makes you think about your health as a holistic self hmm. rather than my health concerns my exercise and my nutrition and my spiritual practice concerns my meditation or my yoga or my the other thing I think it does or whatever. Even better for me is that we if you can figure out what your predominant one is and you can do the holistic thing in that's right. tune with you as opposed to trying to adapt something that's not suitable for you, then you don't keep it up because it's not natural towards Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And, and, you know, if you look at things in a holistic way, that means that if you're, if you're a Vata type, say, and you are going through a particularly anxious time, you can do stuff with the food you eat to help with that. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that. it's kind of well, cool that let's way. Let's take a quick break and then come back and talk about that because you're going to have to throw me a bone here, literally. So, okay. So that I know that the food particles that I can use must all deal with meat somehow. <laughs> you're listening to the Havana Cafe Sessions podcast. I'm Clay Lowe. The Havana Cafe Sessions podcast is a listener-supported show, which means it's brought to you by people like you. If you pop over to HavanaCafeSessions.co.uk and click on the Contribute page, you'll find a number of different ways you can contribute to the show if you care to do so. Leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing to the show, or sharing it with a friend are a few options. These are very valuable contributions, as is something monetary, like setting up a reoccurring payment or contributing a pound an episode. Any and all options are very much appreciated. Thank you so very much for those of you who have already done so, and thank you in advance for anybody that is considering doing so in the future. All right, let's get back to the show. So um, I have some food recommendations oh, for you. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> so basically, the, the thing about... Okay, so I, I, everyone listening is probably guessing, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you very good things about what you want to eat. No. So if we're both kind of predominantly pitta, then pitta is the fire element. So eating hot, fried, spicy food is increasing that element rather than... Dragon. And your eyes are going, blah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, yes. Yeah, so you know, it's like also, who doesn't want fried food? <laughs> so if I want to increase that energy... So but that, this is the thing. This is only if you feel like something is really out of balance. So you, you have a constitutional type that's like almost the way that the energies work in your physical body right? and your, your kind of innate tendencies, I suppose. But these things are always in fluctuation in terms of our lifestyle. So if we're going through a particularly stressful time, certain you know things might get you know, anxiety might get worse or something. It's quite I useful know. to know that though, isn't it? Because then yeah. you could regulate based yep. off of the diet and what you take it in. That's right. And then, so anytime you feel like something's getting out of balance by a lifestyle, like for instance, pitta, you, you know, 
there's a tendency to be overly ambitious and to work too hard because right. it's like, you know, it's movement and goal oriented and achieving oriented. So there's a tendency sometimes if, you know, that's your zone at the moment or you're in a job, a particular job that's really emphasizing those characteristics for you to become quite out of balance in that way. And so particularly if you have a constitutional type that has a tendency towards that anyway, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. There's going to be impacts on your, um, you know, mental and physical health and you can do things which are the opposite to bring yourself back. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, with yoga, the way this works, of course, is that if you're a kapha, if you like to sit around and lounge around, then you need energetic yoga to kind right. of get you up. Whereas if you are vata and you're kind of overly nervous and excited, you really want like very slow, restorative yoga. So from a, um, and I think we were just mentioning it before the break, it's this whole holistic approach, isn't it? So it's, you know, the mind and that sort of mind-body element and which one influences either. And I think we could approach it from, you can go from one end, go body mm. to affect mind, mm -hmm. or go mind to affect body. Mm -hmm. And I think there's something about the awareness piece, isn't it? Because a lot of times we're not aware of what these forces are. Yeah. And so... You know, the, the saying that, you know, that which I'm aware of, I can control. That which I am unaware of controls me. So I think there's something in this to say, find the awareness, understand sort of self, and then you can... You can, you can go, do something yeah, about it. Yeah, that's right. You can do something about it right. and, and adjust accordingly. Yeah. Yeah. So I find it... Um, I was wondering from a personality view, I think we were talking just before we went live, um the way that your personality is, does that inform how you approach exercise, for instance, or yeah. how you approach sort of diet um, from the sort of Western sort of standpoint? So you took the uh, temperament sorter and came out as an idealist, but there'll be certain characteristics from your personality that will drive the way that you approach your different social Yeah, aspects. that's right, and that's yeah. right with Ayurveda too. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and often... I think the thing to be aware of for all of us is we, if we have a strong constitutional type, which almost all of us do, then we have a tendency to like the things that are of that element, which oh, in a way right? bring okay. us so out like of balance. my spicy, hot, well, eat, meat and things yeah. <laughs> goes right but, with my constitution well, because that's my know, thing? Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit. You know, I mean, this is all, I mean, you know. You can have your spicy food. Don't worry about <laughs> no, it. No, but I'm just. But you were saying we're attached. We're not so, attached, but you know, we're closer towards that. Yeah, like someone yeah. who's really um, vata, who's really excitable, energetic. You know, might have a tendency to approach exercises that are very. You know, all these exercise classes at um, the gym with really pumping music, or you know, running, or you know, like fast, super energetic things. It doesn't mean all the time. It just means you might have, if, if you get out of balance, that might be kind of where you go when in fact what you need to do is the opposite. Right. And I so, think that's probably the key, isn't it? The key is about the whole balance. That's aspect. right. The key is the balance. Yeah. So it's not a problem that you're one thing more than another. Yeah. Everybody is. Yeah. It's more just that you kind of are aware of the ways that you can go out of balance. And just recognize that you are out of balance. Um, and then doing something about that when you're out of balance. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. 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 
I'm just fooling with my mic there, folks. Sorry about that. Yeah, you okay now? <laughs> yeah, I think I am. So tell me, so we did this other um, personality test thing that you've been working on. So give us the, the lowdown. Yeah, so from um, what I thought was interesting, having looked at this system as well. So um, it's, it's about the four temperaments in terms of uh, per personality-wise. Character and temperament is what it is. And... So it's not Myers-Briggs. Well, it, it is, in a sense, okay. the, the bridge together. So the, the relationship is, you know, we go back to Hippocrates and that end and the four humors and looking at temperament. So that idea stayed around for a while, disappeared when we started talking about um, hierarchy of needs and a lot of the Freudian um, thing about being really driven by, motivated just by sort of lust. Basically. Right, right, okay. And then Jung said, well, no, there's got to be something else. And then he went, like you, like we're doing here, and went and searching for other systems, more mystical systems, Eastern-based systems, but yeah. came back across the stuff from Hippocrates and Galen and Aristotle um, with this sort of four humors. But then he, started, he went a little bit further and discovered these 16 personality types essentially which is where the Myers-Briggs comes in because they then built upon Jung's work oh, in okay, terms of the right. 16 personality types um, and then the one that you took today yeah. um, is you maps across to Myers-Briggs but they're looking at the dimensions differently so where Myers-Briggs were looking at the thinking feeling dimension so task and people right um, where Kersey went is that, well, that stuff that happens in people's heads, so we're at best able only to guess. So he focused more on observable behavior, so the sense okay. and intuition aspect, so what a person, how we communicate and how we use our tools is what right, yep, yep, yep. So, But then they, ma they, they match together and they use the same letters. Does it link up? Does he in that book? This is, so this is please understand me, right? Yeah, this please David understand me, Kersey. number two. So, but does he talk about Hippocrates? Does he take yeah, it back to that? All the and way so, back. Yeah. And so, how does he relate the physical to the personality types? Is there a kind of direct relationship, or is there like a we the the idea is basically we have constitutional types in our personality? Yeah, it's, okay. it's that we have the constitutional types in our, our personality and. Hippocrates just stumbled across it the other way. So it, it started from noticing the physical constitution. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then these types of people. It was sanguine, caloric, uh, phlegmatic, and melancholic, I think, were the four humors that Hippocrates okay. came up with. Okay. And it was just based on the bodily fluids, bile, right, that right, stuff. Right. But then he backed into, well, these types of people seem to have these yeah, psychological yeah, 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 right. sort of aspects and it just kind of built 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 from there and okay Aristotle looked at it from the same um but then that as I said that that system of thinking in terms of this constitution that we're all predisposed towards one of these four temperaments kind of faded for a bit but came back into its vogue with Young and then Myers-Briggs yeah okay there. yeah okay so give us the rundown what are the four so the, the four temperaments you've got, well, from, from this particular book, what you're looking at is how we think. So there's your extroverted and intro, introverted, which we kind of talked about a little bit, but that's that sort of thinking 
So there's, there's extroverted introversion, so how we direct our energy. Yep. Then there's how we process information, so thinking, feeling, so are we right. task-oriented or people-oriented. And then there is this sensing and intuition, so are you a sensory person, so do you notice the details of things around you, or do you see the possibilities of things, so a lot of in your head and imagination. Right. And then there um, was the judging and perceiving. So do you like your schedules, which we know you like your schedules yes. and you don't like to be surprised, or the perceiving? Do you like to keep things loose or open-ended? That's pretty much how that sort of goes together. And we'll include the link to the uh, temperament type. And what, what Kersey did was say, well, let's look at the predominant two middle ones so he's looking at the intuition and sensing functions and how they map together with your sort of judging and perceiving right aspect. okay so like both you and i are uh in f which is um intuitive feeling types and then you've got your um yeah. sensing judging types um and but looked at that because those were the those four combinations were the have a lot of links and commonalities too so right okay. that's where that the temperaments come from okay yeah so i liked the um i like the way that he it's a it's a little bit nicer titles to the different types than uh, the myers oh, yes. that i can never remember yeah, yeah. but it's either okay so you've got the guardians the artisans the idealists and the rationals yes i like absolutely. that yeah that was good and i think that was that was again one of the when you think about how to apply and use these i think he went with those so he used to have it actually named after the four greek gods if i can remember it was um prometheus oh, okay. um, and then his brother epipetheus or something like that and then dionysus and I forget who the other one was, but then he changed the system to okay. those four that, that we currently sort of have now, which makes it easier for you to kind of remember and get a sense of. And I think the thing that was I liked about this particular system is this idea about the observable behavior. So how do people communicate and how do they use tools? So like for you and I are abstract thinkers, um, and we probably differ on... Um, for us, where we actually really only differ is introversion, extroversion kind of scale. So we're very similar, and we've right, okay, and yeah. we differ on judging and perceiving. But the bulk of of our personalities is pretty much overlap in that. Aspect. Okay, so yeah, so I took this this test that you sent me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so I'm an idealist, and it says that the idealist is abstract and compassionate seeking meaning and significance concerned with personal growth and finding your own unique identity and diplomacy yeah does that sound right that sounds about right all right <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> so okay so that's like the first one but then of course you have to pay to get what's your next dominant well, one well, not really if you do in fact we can include the links because there are plenty of sites where you can go okay. where you can get all in fact, you, um, if you do the the if you do the test even online, if you just add up the things in the column, you'll get all. Okay, anyway, right, we'll, yeah, so yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll send a uh, link. Yeah, There's so places where you can, so you can okay. get all four. So, letters, but, but yeah. you seem to know what I am. So tell me. <laughs> yeah. So you are an INFJ. 
So, so in, idealist? No, uh, uh, introverted. Yeah. Intuitive feeling. But isn't judgment. that Myers Briggs? This is what he maps these together, so they are oh, mapped. Yeah, that's right. why they that's why they share yes. the same oh, letters. Yeah, right, so, right, right. And they're just their point of differentiation is on the observable behavior. So he went right. With okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A system that says, well, let's let me group all the observable behaviors together. Right. And okay. Let's focus from that way, as opposed to Myers Briggs approached it from that these were, in fact, this is interesting, Myers and Briggs, they approached it from the fact that these elements are separate and that you needed to integrate. Right. Whereas Kersey says, we actually, kind of like we were talking about here, you have a constitution and you're born and these, your preference emerges out of that. Whereas right, they right, say right, they were, right, right. They were separate, integrated. Mm, yeah, I like that better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know what's what's really interesting for me about about doing this one as well is that you can see a little bit more clearly where your strengths are and where you might have a tendency to become unbalanced in a certain way. So, you know, if I think about this whole introversion extroversion thing, I know when I am way out of balance in my yes. introversion issue. You know, my kids like you know. So this week, for instance, we've had lots of like just full-on days where I just have not a moment's peace. Yeah, Which yeah, I, yeah. Okay, I love my kids. <laughs> but when the day starts and it's like, mommy at 5.30, and then they're not asleep until 8.30 at night, and there's been no point in the day where, and then my little introverted self or energy goes like, yeah. So, yeah, but I think all of these things, because it's like you said, too, it's, you know, laughing about my like hatred of spontaneity but I need to have a little bit of that and I need to kind of encourage myself because I I do have a tendency to be a little bit more um stay in my comfort zone yeah and so you know my husband for instance is is quite a lot more spontaneous than me so he kind of forces me out of that and I think that's why you know that's a good thing. Yeah, so I think you're exactly right. It's, it's, it's recognizing where you are so that you know where your stressor points are, but also you know where your strengths are and to be able to play to those as well. Yeah. And, and then if you're out of balance, like you know from your introverted energy that you do, you know, you're not shy or quiet. It's just that your energy is directed inward and it takes effort for you to be outward yeah. What you can do, but then you need you all need to retract. Yep. And have some time to recharge. Yep. Where for me, if I I love being alone, but if I'm alone for too long, I I need to recharge by being around a lot of people. Yeah. Whereas you need to recharge by. And this is all a scale, yeah. isn't it? Really. So. Yeah. 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 It's all a scale, and and Jung would say that it's that you know it's not about putting putting people in a box and saying you're that thing. It's like well you're human, so. You're all of them, you know, that holistic aspect, but some of your characteristics are more are stronger, than, and others, stronger right? than others. Yeah. And for him, his quest was about individuation, was about identifying the ones that aren't as strong and then working to make them stronger so that you become. A yeah, whole so it's not human. kind of holding you back. Because I can see how, for instance, my need for things to be planned or routine is a real strength sometimes but can limit me sometimes if new opportunities are coming up or I don't you know but that's the kind of stuff I'm doing with teams as well because if you have too many schedulers in a team then there's no one that looking for those opportunities likewise if you got too many 
of me's in there. No. There's no, nothing's going to get done. <laughs> we'll come up with loads of bright ideas and look at all these opportunities, but... You need somebody taking notes. We need that structure and we need yeah. to say, well, you know, we need to yeah, yeah, bring yeah, some of that yeah. to it. So, yeah, so it's, it is about finding... It's about... It's about recognizing those aspects and knowing that you can do all of those just by virtue of fact of being human, but we have a preference. Yeah. And sometimes if you can connect with someone um, that has a different preference to you, you can... And I suppose ultimately, if this is coming and deriving from Hippocrates um, and the kind of physical, then it's possible to kind of pull back from it so, and say if you get depleted from your energy there's going to have there's going to be physical effects on your body yeah, and you know the physical effects of lots of socializing on one person are going to be very different if you're a different constitutional type but they're going to be effects so for instance loneliness is going to have much more of a negative impact on a really social extroverted person and they're going to feel that or making in, in, in work their physical wise, if you make them work on a project by themselves if you say yeah. hey go away and this project's going to require you to work alone and sit behind a computer for hours on end that's just like a death sentence for yeah. someone of that sort of persuasion. Yeah, right. Versus saying, here, you're going to go to this party and you need to be the life of that party for someone that has a more That's introverted right. energy. So, okay, yeah. so you're, so we both came out as idealists, but there's guardians who tend to apparently be, see, I did my research on Ah, very notes. good, see, yeah. Guardians tend to be concrete and organized, seek security and belonging, and mostly are concerned with duty and responsibility. Artisans are concrete and adaptable, concerned with making an impact. And the rationals, abstract and objective, seek mastery and control, are concerned with their own knowledge and competence, and are great at strategy. Yeah. So, yeah, go. All you listeners out there, we want to know what you are. We've yeah. shared our... Well, we'll, um, we'll include the link so you can take the uh, temperament sort of one, and then we'll yeah. include the link to the one that we took to find your your pitta or your vita. If nothing else, it's something you can learn about yourself instead of surfing Facebook. Well, no, it's good. You know, I think, they're, as you say, it'll give you um, different dynamics. In fact, they're actually quite accurate in most of these. And at least mm. gives you a sense of where you might sit. And if you were, and now we can include a link to this, please understand me too. It's quite yeah. a lot of good stuff in there. Um, yeah, it's all just useful information. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, cool. All right. Is that it? Yeah. Except I, get, it, I want that's something spicy not it. and hot now. <laughs> yeah. That's not it. Because oh, no. now we need to get other people to tell us what they are. Yes, we do. Because that would be cool. So um, oh, now you know that's nice. listener yes. people. Yeah, do it. Do it. Go for you it. You guys have to be in the conversation now and go take the test. Uh, go take the Ayurveda test and tell us what your dosha is or go take and tell us if you what you think about like because you know you read these things and so, it's like sometimes when you read your horoscope you're like no so you but, but if you read this and you think oh yeah this is me yeah to see what our listeners map would look like and I bet you that where they'll sit at they're going to sit largely in the space that we are in in the the seeker abs- people well, the abstract thinkers mm, abstract, maybe yeah 
Yeah. Well, go go prove us right or wrong. Go on. You won't have many Guardian listeners because they don't dig in these kind of conversations. <laughs> but you will. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that would be interesting to map that out. So yes, go do okay. it. Drop us a note. To, I'm going to stick a um, yeah. post on Facebook so we can have a little thread. Yes. Awesome. Okay. That's it. Till next time. Till next time. This episode of the Havana Cafe Sessions podcast is brought to you by people just like you, wonderful listeners. So thank you very much. If you have a spare second and you want to click over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review or just some stars, that really helps us out a lot and helps other people find us who might enjoy the show. And if you would like to contribute to the show, then you can contribute as little as a pound an episode or less than a coffee an episode um, if you head over to havanacafesessions.co.uk and click on the contribute button you'll find all kinds of different ways that you can help us out thank you so much if you have already contributed in some way or if you're thinking about contributing and really even just telling other people who you think might enjoy the podcast or um, joining in the conversation is very, very helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Sarah Hunt, and on behalf of Clay Lowe, goodbye, and we'll see you next week.